Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studios at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today, we're going to be looking into Romans chapter 14, and this will be our second study in this 14th chapter. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope that you've spent time in prayer, walking with the Lord, reading the Bible, and I hope today, by the time the sun goes down, air you pillow your head at night, that God will use you to influence someone else for the cause of Christ. I think about it like this. Every day, we ought to advance the gospel. Somehow, some way, by some means, every day you live, you ought to ask God to use you to advance the gospel, the cause of Christ in this world. I don't know what you want from your life. I don't know what your desire is. I don't know what your ambitions are. But I sure hope it's more than just to be saved and then float down the stream of time and one of these days when death comes or rapture takes place, you'll meet the Lord. I hope that between now and whatever happens next, you want God to use your life to make a difference. And by the way, that's why you and I are here. I've, I firmly believe we've been given breath, we have a heartbeat, we have a body that can still function. Why? Because God wants us to influence another for the cause of Christ. Every Christian ought to produce another Christian. That's why we're here, to make a difference. If you've missed any of our Bible studies that we've done, you can catch up by getting the podcast. If you'll go to wherever you find your other podcasts, you'll find us there as well. Go and type in Striving for Revival. We'll pop right up. Hit subscribe. Once you subscribe, you'll have access to every archived study that we have done here on the radio. I know sometimes your week or your schedule doesn't... Uh, and go as planned or doesn't fit with the schedule of our broadcast on your station. But via the podcast, you'll never have to miss. You can listen, listen, and listen over again, and I think it'll be a blessing to you. Every week that I travel, literally, I meet somebody that tells me we listen to your podcast, we listen via the podcast, and I thank God for that. I also thank God for all these good stations that air our podcast all over America. I know they're shortwave and AM and FM and, of course, KNVBC, and uh, God has been good to open all these doors, and God has been been good to allow folks like you uh, to, to listen and for us to have the opportunity to study our Bibles together. Now let's begin in Romans chapter 14. If you remember from last broadcast, Romans chapter 14 is the Apostle Paul dealing in the beginning with the issue of a weaker brother. You know, not everyone that you go to church with and not every Christian that you come into contact with is going to have the exact same standards or convictions as you. Now, just because someone has stronger standards than you does not mean they are a Pharisee. And just because someone has weaker standards than you does not mean that they are a backslidden Christian. It means that we are all unique in Christ and we are all growing in grace differently. By that, I mean at a different rate and a different pace. Not everyone stands at the same point along the pathway 
of spiritual growth. There are some who grow fast, rapidly. There are some who grow at a slower rate. There are some who have just been saved, and there are some who've been saved for many, many years. And so you'll have that in one church grouping, many folks at different places in their spiritual life. So the premise is they'll be weaker brethren. They'll be some stronger, but they'll be some weaker. Now, when you see a weaker brother, the Bible command is not to reject them, not to refuse them, but to receive the weaker brother. Now, you receive the weaker brother without receiving his weakness. Does that make sense to you? You receive the weaker brother without receiving his weakness. By that I mean you welcoming or you uh, allowing to stay that weaker Christian does not involve or entail that you adapt or you adopt or you assimilate to their weak position. No, you keep your convictions. Lord willing, your example will influence them. Here's the issue with many Christians is they always come down to meet the low standard. Instead of staying high, and challenging those with the low to come up to where they are. So Paul says, when you receive that weaker brother, receive him, but don't receive his poor judgment. Don't receive his lack of understanding. Don't receive his uh, short uh, dis- shortness on discernment, not doubtful disputations. For one believeth that he may eat all things. Another who is weak eateth herbs. So he's saying a seasoned Christian understands that there are some things that uh, maybe uh, we can do because of the grace of God, and it's perfectly fine. It's not a sin. It's, it's not against the will of God whatsoever. It's perfectly okay. But that younger Christian might not be able to handle that. It might absolutely destroy them to uh, partake or to to uh, go or to think in that fashion. They're not there yet. They don't understand that. So they say, you know what? I'm not going to eat meat. No steak. I'm not going to eat meat. I'm not going to have any chicken, no fish, nothing. I'm just going to eat herbs. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that'd be a miserable way to live. I'm all for it. Uh, Bambi makes cute sandwiches. That's a good bumper sticker right there. Beef is what's for dinner. But imagine this, just because that individual says, you know what, I think I'll have a broccoli uh, 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 spray or whatever it's called uh, uh, for uh, for supper, and you can have your sirloin, and now we don't kick them out just because they're going to eat their broccoli and say we can't, and they don't feel like they can eat the steak. No, you just go ahead and, and, and you understand we're all different in this spiritual walk. Verse number three says, let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. And here's the issue. The issue is, don't you get allow your standards to get pharisaical, uh, or let, allow you to get pharisaical, to where you judge that one who is weaker. You ought to remember, you were there as well. Man, when I first got saved, I tell you, I'm so glad that uh, not a whole lot of people out there knew me right when I first got saved. I tell you, I, I didn't I, I didn't know anything. I didn't, I didn't understand a whole lot, and uh, I didn't always look the part. I definitely didn't look like a preacher uh, when I first started going to church. I, I would dress in such a way as you'd think people would dress coming out of the world. You've got to understand that, and so do I. You know, I had no idea what the term soul winning meant when I got saved. I'd never heard cool lots before. I, I, I never thought or fathomed about ladies you know, wearing dresses everywhere they went every day of the week. I mean, what in the world? Uh, I never thought about a preacher, you know, wearing long pants and a shirt and tie and things of that nature. It's just all new to me. But I'm glad those Christians that I was around, I'm glad they received me. They let me stay. Now, listen, they didn't change to make me feel more comfortable, but they sure did make me feel welcome. And I changed because of their 
steadiness in the area of convictions. And so you might have one that doesn't do this or does that, but you don't despise them. You don't reject them. You ought to seek to help them along the way. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth in the same fashion. You who are more loose or liberal or younger in the faith and don't have such strong standards, you ought not be going around saying, look at the old fuddy-dud, look at the old Pharisee. No, we ought to just, you know, let Paul be Paul, let Peter be Peter, let uh, you be you and I'll be me, and all of us are trying to grow in the grace of God. God's given us a Bible. God's given us a Holy Spirit. God's given us a pastor. God's given us Sunday school teacher to uh, help us and to train us and to instruct us, but we're going to grow at different rates. We don't cause a church split over it. We don't separate and isolate because of it. We just understand that. Now, you might not go into as uh, strong a friendship or fellowship with an individual like that as you would others who are on the same page as you, but I'll promise you this, you'll never find anybody who has the exact same convictions as you. We're all going to be different to a degree in one spot or another, so we're to receive each other. We're not to cause squabbles and, and cliques and, and, and sever and split over these kind of things. No, we're to be spiritual about the thing. I'm glad the Lord wasn't like, like that. I'm glad the Lord, he, I was reading today, I'm going to preach in our church soon. He, he was a friend of publicans and sinners. He wasn't a friend to sin, but he was a friend to those people. He understood how to be uh, cordial and fellowship and friendly. His own disciples, not, none of, not one of them was perfect, quote-unquote, like he was. No, they all had flaws, and they didn't even share the same standards as him. They were learning, and many times he had to rebuke certain of them for doubt and unbelief and putting their foot in their mouth and cutting off people's ears. I mean, that's kind of severe, but he, he, he fellowshiped with them, and that's what we're saying here. In your church and in mine, there are people that were saved out of uh, totally uh, Christian ignorant households or even anti-God situations where they have zero zero upbringing, zero parenting in the area of Christianity, and all of this is new to them. But you don't run them out of church because they didn't show up dressed like you think they ought to be dressed, or they say something you think they ought not say, or they go somewhere you think they ought not go. We understand that we're growing in grace. Amen. And God is working this thing out, weaving this thing together into this local body. But we're all going to be different. Paul's dealing with that in Romans 14. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.